Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of What's Your Jersey podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Marfuji from New Jersey. Um, <laughs> and I am so happy about this podcast guest this week, guys, meatballs. Uh, if you're new to the podcast, I call my listeners meatballs. Because who doesn't love a meatball? Even if you're vegan, there's vegan meatballs out there. They just don't have real meat in them. Um, So yeah, I love you all for listening. And thank you for subscribing and reviewing. And if you're not subscribed, you better fucking subscribe now. (laughs) Um, My guest is doing IG stories of me. And I look really scary. Guys, I'm being very brave today. And I'm not wearing any makeup. And I've been out in public just scaring all of West Hollywood with my... My bare face. Actually, I haven't been scaring it because our sponsor this week is the absolutely amazing skincare line called BioClarity. I've been using it for, I would say, about two weeks now, and I am so fresh-faced and clear and obsessed with this line. I definitely suffer from a lot of like rosacea and little random acne spots, and they just have a lot of cool stuff that definitely cools down your face, and I'll talk more about that later. So I just want to say thank you to BioClarity. We have a special promo code uh, when you go to the website. For you meatballs out there, you will get the first month for only $9.95 plus free shipping, whatever, no big deal. That's $20 savings and it comes with a 100% risk-free money back guarantee. But you need to enter the code JERSEY because everyone loves JERSEY on this podcast. All right, guys, we're going to get started. I feel like the past few weeks I've been talking a lot of sports, so we're not going to talk a lot of sports today. Um, I want to let you know we're going to be talking a lot about dancing, the early 2000s in Hollywood, and starting your own business and just being a boss little bitch. Um, My guest this week, I'm so, so, so happy to have you here. I feel like a fangirl, and I haven't, she doesn't even know I feel this way about her, but we're going to get into it, and I'm probably going to embarrass myself a lot. Um, Meatballs. She is really cool. She is a famous burlesque dancer. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar. She is one of the first Bravo celebrities, I think. She was on a really cool show on Bravo called 40 Deuce. Uh, So we have a lot of questions about that. She is a touring DJ, and you are the creator and owner of the formerly, it used to be Dollhouse Entertainment, but now it's Miss Dakota... Did I do it right? Miss Dakota Entertainment. And they perform all over Los Angeles and all over the country. And she is just flawless. She's so flexible. She's got such a sick body that we're going to ask her all her secrets uh, today. And she's giving me some major J-Lo, Jenny from the Block realness right now that I'm, I just want to like, yeah, somehow like get it into my body through osmosis. Everyone, welcome Dakota Ferrero. Hi, Dakota. Yay. Yay. Yeah, do your little DJ. How did you do? Oh, yes. You're <laughs> so not good. annoying. No, I love it. I'm like sweating. I'm I like, know. I'm, like, I'm sweating now too. I should have put the air on. <laughs> that intro just made me blush. I know. The creator of the Great Love Debate uh, podcast, Brian Howie, just posted on Facebook. Like, if it takes you longer than a minute to introduce your podcast guest, you're doing something wrong. So fuck that. You just are really cool. And I, I had to let everyone know who they're listening to. Yay. How are it's you today? Me. I'm good. And, good. and you and you gave me wine and candy, so better. <laughs> 
<laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I don't have meatballs. We're going to cheers. Meatballs. And you call everybody meatballs, which I love. So. You love that? Hi, meatballs. Yeah, that's Dakota, Miss Dakota. Wait, so are you Italian? No. Oh my! You're... I'm sure somewhere mm. along the line, but um, Puerto Rican and German. Oh, and the Ferrero comes is from uh, Spain, through through Spain through Puerto Rico. But I'm sure that there is some Italian blood in there. Have you been to Spain? I have. You have which parts? Mm-hmm. Barcelona, Valencia, Ibiza, Malaga. But I haven't been to the area that my name is from, which is Galicia, which is just above Portugal. Oh, so okay. if you cross the line, it's Ferreira is the is the Portuguese side and Ferreiro is, is the, the Spanish. Spanish side, drop the I and then it's Italian. I love it. I <laughs> What? Just we, random. We just got just, a lesson yeah. in um, random facts by yeah. Miss Dakota. <laughs> I love it. No, I um when I went on like a military tour and our first stop, we were in Spain and we did a bunch of spots in Spain. None of the spots you mentioned. Oh. Um, <laughs> I was like, where you didn't go to Barcelona? Right. We should have goals next time i'd have been like um i'm gonna make a detour were you dancing in spain when you were over there no that that was probably one of my first real vacations to another country that i wasn't like getting paid (laughs) to do anything oh so you were on vacation an actual like trip i love that what's your favorite part of spain i love barcelona you love i want to live there for the summer why don't you do it? Summer's coming up. I think you should. We'll miss you here in LA, but. I'll send postcards. Exactly. Do people do that anymore? Do people send postcards? You know what? I'll, send you, I'll tag you on Instagram on all of my posts. No, thank you. <laughs> I love a good written message. Right? Isn't that fun? I like to get mail. It's like, like someone cares. <laughs> I got a letter or a postcard. Like you were some. I mean, you'll usually get the postcard when the person. <laughs> Three weeks after the person gets back. Yeah, whatever. Like, I'm like, good. oh, you thought of me when you were in Guatemala. That's amazing. That's so cool. <laughs> um, so I want to tell the meatballs backstory. You probably don't even know the backstory. Wait, why are they meatballs? <laughs> Is that just because everybody loves a meatball? Everybody loves a meatball. I'm Italian. And yeah, it just kind of stuck. What's like, your favorite meatball? Is my it, favorite, my dad's is meatballs. It, like. <laughs> that just okay, sounded weird. So therapy sessions right now. Daddy issues. Um, <laughs> no, I mean like pork and and veal. The three pork, beef, pork, pork and veal. veal. Okay. Yeah, all three. Just really animal <laughs> friendly. Then that really makes you Italian. Yeah, you, know, you have to have the trifecta of meat. <laughs> trifecta is one of my favorite words. Isn't it? <laughs> trifecta of meat. I try to meatball. get it in there all the time. Um, so Dakota and I met in person like I was kind of like a creepy I I was bartending because no one knocks a side hustle (laughs) we all have to do that and she walked up to my bar and I knew exactly who you were Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. And, and I was like, like, that's the coolest bartender ever. <laughs> and I'm, I literally I was like, she's like a girl's girl. Like, you don't meet girls that are just like, hey, what's up? <laughs> like, I was like, I love this bartender. She has to always be here when I'm here because I'm an alcoholic. Are you listening to that, everyone? I'm awesome. <laughs> um, yeah. I poured you like a bottle of wine in a glass. I think so. Yeah. And I was just and like, it, no, it was keep- love at first drink. <laughs> love at first drink. That's the title of this podcast. <laughs> 
Love at first strike. Love at first strike. Yeah. But like I was fangirling so hard on the inside because I, you know, meatballs who've listened to this, I grew up dancing and whatnot, but was never as talented as the person that's sitting across oh from gosh. me right now. I just looked out into my living room like you guys were all there. <laughs> I was like, do you hear me, meatballs? Um, <laughs> that was creepy. We, we need to do a live cast so that yes. people can see you. Exactly. Hair flip. No, but I grew up, not grew up, like you're not that much older than me but when I like first moved to Hollywood I think it was right when 40 I'm 189 yes <laughs> you're Benjamin Button it was I think right after 40 Deuce had closed so I never 2008 and that's when I moved to Hollywood mm. so I like watched the show on Bravo I had seen Jessica Simpson like jump out of the birthday cake at 40 Deuce do you remember that episode of Newlyweds oh wait well, she had a whole Jessica Simpson. Did? She had a whole birthday party oh for god. Nick Lachey. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Yes. Well, every I think like every celebrity, like Christina Aguilera, booked out the venue to her ex, the first guy, Bratman, Jordan Bratman, to do a, a private party for him. So it was always somebody obsessing Britney. Britney Spears. That can I curse on this? You podcast? can say whatever you want. Please tell us bitch. all the Britney things. We love Britney on this podcast, but Britney, you can tell us all the info. I say bitch in a good way. I yeah. say bitch in an East Coast way. So everybody relax. <laughs> um, yeah. She was like super fan that one day she felt like I need to put some costumes on and jump on stage. Well, great. Well, cause bitch, you left with my cell phone. What? So Wait, can you tell us that story? What happened? Literally? She was just hanging out, having fun at, typical week that Britney comes in having fun and she like ran into the dressing room after the show and she's like I want to like put that on and I want to then we're like live your life girl gave her a moment and then later I went in and I'm like where's my phone well Hollywood is such a small place and you know at the time of my celebrityism, <laughs> um, I just happened to I got a call the next day and they were like Hey, Dakota, uh, or they emailed me or something. Yeah. Hey, I have your cell phone. So how Hollywood was that moment? I was like, it was, he's a director or whatever, who happened to be... With Britney? Britney's agent's, like, best friend. Was it Brett Ratner? No. <laughs> <laughs> his name was Kia, and I don't remember his last name, not, not the car. But I'm just like freaking out like I'm not getting my phone back and then the next day I get a call like oh yeah I was like with Britney's manager yesterday so Larry like, Rudolph we, we have your phone I'm like cool who would have thought that the phone would even return that's at all so you got but it back you. yeah you got your phone back from Britney just random <laughs> yeah but there was always moments like that there. I love so, that. and it's so hard to like kind of tell people about that time if they didn't experience it because there would never be a venue like that. I mean, I even just had connections and knew people personally. It wasn't like celebrities came there and felt comfortable. You know what I'm saying? So it was yeah. like, they can come there. There's no paparazzi. They can have fun. They can jump on the tables. They can jump on the stage. Nobody's taking pictures inside. Nobody's calling TMZ. Nothing. It's like not any venue, even today, you're going to have Benicio Del Toro, uh, Oliver Stone, Nicole Kidman, Kidman, Fiona Apple in one night, Ooh. you know, and they were like, no, like you're our, you know, celebrity, like you're, we're here to like watch you. So nobody was like fanning out on anybody. And yeah. that was a great thing for me. Cause I'm not, I don't geek out really on many people. So I was just like, yeah, we're just like a bunch of artists, like just loving on one another. 
I love that. Such a hippie. No. But you know, you don't you didn't you don't get nervous because so and so's in the crowd. You don't you're not doing anything well, extra. They were like fangirling over you. That kind I feel of, like but was cool. Yeah, you're just like artists sharing your thing. It's like I go to the movie and I'm like you know, you're not like, I have to see this movie because you're just going to go to the movie and yeah. enjoy the movie. Yeah. So. So tell the meatballs how that all meatballs. like started for you. I'm I so know. hungry now. <laughs> Sorry. Eat a gummy. Um, <laughs> I tried to, but I was like, and I know. Not, I'm not. Can you hear it? That sounds cool, actually. Uh, now I'm hungry. Wait. Okay. So Ooh, your jersey, okay. <laughs> just put it on the table. It's fine. Um, your jersey, because my jersey is New Jersey. Your jersey is the Bronx. Is the Bronx. Okay. So tell everyone what Dakota was like in the Bronx back in the day. Like, how did you become this? Oh God. Oh, I don't know. You don't know. Hollywood does this shit to you. Okay. How did you get here? You weren't like I'm in the Bronx. Poof. I'm in Hollywood. Uh, I went. Bronx to Brooklyn after high school and then to LA. Then I went back to New York. Oh. So I came to LA and I was like, these motherfuckers are crazy. <laughs> Everybody needs to get a job and chill the fuck out. It's very true. <laughs> no one works out here. No, it's just like everybody, their hustle, it like your hustle's on, but the hustle's not strong. Mm-hmm. It's like you can't complain about it if you're not doing anything. And when you come from like the East Coast, people come out here and you're like, I got to do everything. Yeah. Right now, let's do it. So. It was a little bit of a shock because I've never come to California before. I just picked up and moved here. So you literally just like I've got never, off. Literally, I, I have a friend from Miami and we were dancing for the Winter Music Conference, the House Music Conference that goes on every year, hanging out. And I'm like, I want to go to California. She's like, me too. And we're like, we should do it. How old were you? Like twenty or were you? I was like eighteen. You were eight. That's what you do when you're eighteen. Yeah, you're just like fuck it. Yeah, let's do it. I was like, I have six hundred dollars in my pocket. Perfect. Let's go and two bags. (laughs) Literally, I'm like, get off the plane, and you're like, where are we going? Because I got six hundred dollars and it's burning a hole in my pocket. Exactly. You're like, and you're sleeping on the floor of a one bedroom apartment. You're like, Mm -hmm. I have no furniture, but I'm in Hollywood. That's kind of that's what happened, and then. Then you're like, everybody's crazy. So I was like, I have to go back to New York and just have a little bit of a reality check. Also, I had some personal things going on with like my mom. Okay. My mom and the NYPD. Shout out. You know, you know who you are. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Meatballs, if anyone knows anyone, um, write us. Yeah, Google it. Um, (laughs) No, but then I went back and when I got back to after being in, in New York, I went New York, Miami and then came back to L.A. 40 Deuce had just opened okay. and my girlfriend that I moved out here with was like, you have to go to this venue. This is like, so you, that's all I have to say. I walked in and I was like, I could do this. <laughs> that's all I said. I, I could do this. I met Ivan and his wife, Ivan Kane, the owner of the venue, the night of, and they just like kind of looked me up and down. They're like, come in tomorrow for an audition. I auditioned. They're like, listen, we have a new Bravo show that we're filming. We're opening opening up a new venue in Vegas and other locations. And we want to try you out. And then like literally. It just happened. And then I became this like burlesque persona person. And I was just like one of the most conservative people you may meet, as you can see. First yes. Of all. That's the best thing about Dakota. <laughs> you are such. Not that like I don't mind people that aren't conservative, but you are such a breath of fresh air. Because you are very humble and just chill and like cool and not exactly no, what <laughs> she's unbuttoning her yeah. shirt. Yeah. No, just your stage persona is your stage persona. And I like that there's a separation. Well, thank you. I think that's cool. Well, I think that's for if you're an actress, you're mm. not, you know, if you're on stage, there should be 
that other part of you, that artist side of you. It's mm-hmm. like, I'm not always going around looking for attention. It's like when I'm on stage, it is. It's like, I don't know who that person is I sometimes. Know. I'm just like, I'm vibing off of you. And because I perform solo. So you're just vibing off of people's energy. You're giving me energy. I'm giving you back energy. So sometimes it's like, I don't even know. I'll just finish and just, what just happened? Wait, what's happening? You know. Yeah. And I have a band. So you're playing off of them. If they're having a great night, a bad night, or whatever is going on, or they're feeding off of someone. Um, but I grew up. Um, dancing Russian ballet and wanting to be a Broadway performer. So really? I was, for the most part, just, you know, bunhead in my little leotard. So coming to LA, it was like you show up to an audition naked, essentially. Uh, very you know, different like, from ballet. My first day is like in a leotard and like sweatpants, and they're like, uh, girl, you know, you need to put on makeup for an audition, you know? Like, yeah, and you're like, what? Oh, <laughs> you want to see the full product? You're oh, like, that's extra credit work. Yes. In New York, they just want to see your talent, mm-hmm. at least back then. Back then. Now I think it's a little different. Now it's like, you know, the most <laughs> you are extra <laughs> you're you're extra extra credit was the movie burlesque based off of you probably <laughs> I legit- i'd like to i'd like to leave the humble at the door and be like bitch no i legitimately <clears throat> feel like it was the first script of it mm-hmm. actually which i read was based on a dancer okay. so the script read that the girl came into the venue and asked for a job to dance. Christina Aguilera came in as a producer. And when she came in as a producer, she's like, I'm going to be in the movie. I'm going to produce the movie. And now we're going to change the story because I'm bitch got to sing. Yeah. <laughs> bitch got to sing. Yeah. So, but she she was super influenced by the venue because when she did her whole Candyman um, oh, album, yeah. that was all that era. That was all 40 dudes. That was, Can she you was ex- obsessed, which was great. Oh, no. I was obsessed with all because of that. Because she's, she's just like, She's also just a cool chick, you know? Like, she's just one of us. You know what I'm saying? I love that. Isn't she from Jersey? I know. She's from Pittsburgh. 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 Yeah. <laughs> I met her once. Um, I It was when she was dating Samantha Ronson. I, like, walked into On the Rocks. Like She upstairs. had that moment? She had a moment. Yeah. Samantha has that effect on people. <laughs> I. It's so funny. I was introduced to both of them, and I was like, oh, I get it. You're like, okay. <laughs> And how does that all work? I may be interested. Yeah. Are you taking right. applications? Yeah. She's just got vibes. There's certain people like. She got vagina vibes. Yeah. You can't explain it. You're like, what just happened? <laughs> Why do I have that feeling down there? That's so cool. Did, was there anyone that like you had like vibes off of when you were performing at 40 Deuce or even now? Like people that just exude like a cool energy where you're like, oh, I get why you're who you are. Um. Well. I was kind of intrigued by Benicio Del Toro, but he kind of like stayed in the back against the wall, like creeper in a sense. Yeah. But like, I maybe he was intimidated about like being too upfront, but I was, he was, he's mysterious as we know. Don't you think he's kind of mysterious? Like his persona? Kind of. He is the, there's the word mystery in the dictionary and his picture is next to it. And then when he's there, you're like, you're exactly what we think you are. Yeah. Break through that shell. Um, I've been getting some major, you've got great 
skin vibes lately. And there's no more mystery to it because I found what exactly works for my skin. Growing up, I never really had bad skin. And then adulthood hit and I got a lot of redness and some adult acne. And I've been looking for years for a skincare line to calm it down and help with it. And I 100% stand by BioClarity. It's the shit. It's amazing. And it's this just really easy four-step skincare line that it just gives you glowing, clear skin. And the best part about it, for me especially, is that it has reduced all my redness. And it just makes you kind of glow from within. And I've gotten so many compliments from people since I've started using this skincare line. The best part about it is uh, there's no harsh chemicals. It's really good for you. It's non animal tested which means it's PETA certified it's vegan and it's just really gentle and awesome and I I literally walked out of the bathroom the other day and slathered it all over my boyfriend's face mean squeeze and he's now obsessed with it granted the best part about it was that when you put on the restore gel it's green because it has Floralux in it and the it doesn't stay green meatballs, but it looks really cool when you're putting it on. That's, if anyone doesn't know what Floralux is, it's a complex chlorophyll and it's just awesome. And I recommend it to you guys. My brother is using it now. He walked in the bathroom and he had just bought a whole nother line of something else. And he was like, what is this stuff? Because it looks cool. The packaging's adorable. And I just recommend it to anyone. I've heard from so many other people that use it, even 15 year olds, that it's really helped with their acne and it's made me more confident. And I also love how light it is. I've been using it under all my makeup. Like I'll do you know, the four steps. My favorite is the hydrate, but you get a cleanser. Then there's a treatment with salicylic acid in it. Then you do the restore green Floralux gel and then the hydrator. And then you put on like your face primer and foundation. If you even need foundation, I honestly always wore foundation. I haven't been wearing it. And people have told me I actually look 10 years younger. So thanks, BioClarity. Another cool thing is my listeners, you meatballs, if you use the special code Jersey, capital J-E-R-S-E-Y, you get your first month for only $9.95 plus shipping, which is $20 savings, and it comes with a 100% risk-free money-back guarantee, although I know you guys aren't going to want that, but you can also just cancel it or put your membership on pause at any time, which is really nice and easy when it comes to these membership things, but I'm obsessed with it. I'm going to keep ordering it. So just use the promo code JERSEY when you go to www.bioclarity.com. I'm obsessed with it. I'm obsessed with good skincare vibes, and you definitely need to use this meatballs. Who, well, my the first quote-unquote celebrity fan mm-hmm. when I first, and I literally my first month there, maybe not even, was Fiona Apple. And when she came up to me, I don't know if your meatballs know who she is. <laughs> the song Criminal, if you don't know that song by Fiona Apple, it's one of the sexiest songs to yes. ever have been written and performed. Yes. Go Google Fiona Apple. Trust and she's me. like her persona because she's very like introverted and like, oh my God, like you are so amazing. And I just, I stared at her for 10 seconds and was like dead silent. Mm-hmm. And I just said, you're Fiona Apple. You got to be kidding me. 
And she's like, no, you were incredible. I was like, shut the fuck up. Like, literally told her to shut the fuck up. Oh, my because God. Because I, I had to be East Coast. I'm like, she's from New York. She gets it. But she was so, like, subdued and, like, passive. And I'm just like, you're fucking Fiona Apple. Yeah, own so it. So, you know, in that moment, I was like, is this real life right now? Yeah. Like, where is the anesthesia? You know, like, I just came out of the dentist chair. Is this real life? Like, what (laughs) is happening? Did you find, because you have that, like, fierce, like, New York, like, sass, like, energy about you. And did you find that it was a little weird to be around people that weren't really like that here? Like, is that how you stood out? No, I think I always attract those people. I think we attract each other. It's true. We do. Ivan's East Coaster. You know, yeah. Okay. You know, you're an East Coaster. Yeah. We attract those people. Mm-hmm. You attract that energy. So I I never felt... Like, when I first came here, it was, like, trying to find my people. Mm-hmm. And I was young and totally just, where am I? But the longer you're anywhere, you literally are, like, you weed through those people like this. It's just... That's why at the bar, I was like, I like her! <laughs> yeah. What's your name? <laughs> I just became, like, the loudest Bronx girl ever. It was, like, first I was like, hi, can I please have a glass of the Malbec? <laughs> Thanks. No, I'm going to start a tab and then, like, two drinks either into it. I'm like, Jackie! Yes. <laughs> I you respected know, so, that a lot. But that's the thing. It's like, yeah. you kind of, you know, latch onto that energy. Even people that aren't from the East Coast that have that energy, it's like... It's true. It just... And then the older you get, you just kind of like own it more. And then I try to like always kind of push it down a little. Yeah. And then I'm like, for what? To make you comfortable? It's no. just not who I am. You be like, who you are. If meatballs. You be who you are. Be a meatball. Right? <laughs> be veal, be pork, be beef, be who so you are. So you filmed that whole like Bravo, like 40 do show. Right? Yeah. You did okay. This and this is the beginning of this is the beginning of everything. reality TV. It's so I'm with the exception of uh, um, Real World. There was the Real World. I have so many questions about it because we've had a lot of reality TV people on the podcast. Ooh, yeah, just a lot of <laughs> a lot of the Vanderpump Rules people, and like it's. I'm really curious to like hear how filming was for you and like what actually went down and if it was just guerrilla style. Well, I'll tell you that from that time to this time is 180 degrees. Really? Absolutely. Why? Because we were filming 2003 and it premiered in 2004. So back then they literally used to film you almost day and night and get your life in a sense really? and then put the story together. Now they pretty much get your personality and then just go, let's get the most for the the time that we have with you Mm -hmm. so at the time zalman king who is our 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 um director and our he did everything he's the director the the videographer everything um he wrote and directed red shoe diary so you know and he has passed he passed away about five years ago we had a little thing for him at jumbo's clown room Goes out Can you tell the meatballs about Jumbo's Clown Room really quick? The what? What Jumbo's Clown Room is like. Can you tell them what it's like? It's a bikini bar. It's so, so cool. it's like it's like, and only in L.A. because it's just a freaking dive bar. They just randomly has a mini stage with a girl that comes out in her bikini, and it's like it's not a strip bar. No, you know, and it's not like I don't know. It's not raunchy. 
It's just fucking random. It's so LA random. Oh, I the first time I went there, literally there was a guy that just punched another guy in the face. There was blood that just splattered everywhere, and like no one noticed. It literally they carried the two guys out. They mopped Why? up the floor, and it was like, "What do you want to drink?" Like it was very. And the, and the bartenders are assholes. <laughs> the two bitches that work there, oh, they're yeah. just cranky old ladies. Yeah, but they get away with it, it's and they don't give it. But that's what I'm saying, like the old dive bar yeah, vibe. So I like, I can't even be mad at them. They're no. like, "What the fuck? Like, do you want to fucking drink? Like, yeah. order it now." I just I, 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 beer. Like, you don't even know what you're ordering because they make you feel like. I, I, I just want so titties. True. Like, I don't know. Yeah, you're like, I don't know what's happening. Yeah, it's the most random, cool spot in L.A. Yes. Must must go to. <laughs> you're, yeah, I love it. You're giving in everyone town. realness. Um, yeah, but, um, and that was Zalman. He was so random and he was so out there and he was so, like, into this eroticism and everything. Mm-hmm. But... <laughs> Zalman was just in your face with a camera literally 24-7. It would be like, what is your schedule this week and where are you going to be? And you're like, I'm going to go. My friend just had a baby and I'm going to go and like make her some food and like, you know, just help her out for a few days. And he's like, I'm bringing the camera. And you're just like, uh, that's not interesting, but OK. Yeah. Or we're driving to Vegas and he's just literally up your face with a camera 24-7. And it was nonstop. It was they were waiting for a story to happen. They weren't trying to create a story. But as we know now with reality TV, it, it is about making TV reality TV personas into stars. Mm-hmm. And it's about turning it over. So it's like, okay, you guys are in a relationship? Great. What is your, like, you, you need to get the drama out yeah. of everything. Like, and what's your storyline this season? Yeah, and you have to make it fucking happen. So yeah. they create, they even push for it to happen just so that they can film it, edit it, and get it out there. And all of the dancers at 40 Deuce that were involved in the show did not want to, nobody wanted to uh, turn against anybody. Mm-hmm. We're like, you know what? If we're going to do this show, we're not throwing anybody under the bus. Like, mm-hmm. we all get along. I know it's crazy that like six girls get along with one another. And, um, that was the issue is that there wasn't enough drama because they were hoping that in this whole story of old dancer meets new dancer meets new star and old star and new venue, blah, blah. So I think that a was probably why we had one, one series, one um, season and Ivan and his wife, they would narrate and they would kind of create. So there was one time that, there was actually a story that was kind of made up and I'm like, bitch, that didn't happen. There was no drama. Like one of the dancers was talking about another dancer doing a move Mm -hmm. that was hers and then made fun of another move she did, but they made it seem like she was talking about me. And then it made me, then it, they had a moment that it made it seem like I was upset about her coming to dance in Vegas because like I was the new star in Vegas and she's not the star in Vegas. She's the star in Hollywood. But at the end of the day, we're like, we don't care. Yeah, you're <laughs> like, like we really didn't we're care. Working. But, you know, that's what sells on TV. Like people want to tune into the soap opera, but we only had really the real world to compare to. And we're like oh, they're going to try to have us fight. They're going to try to have us hate each other. And we're just going to stay silent. And I think that that was their problem is that like anytime they try to have us do like the confessionals, we were like, 
everything is great. And they're like, you guys are the worst. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> they were just like, these girls are not, but we did not want to throw each other under the bus. Yeah. So would you, and we're all like still friends. So what oh, the fuck? I love that. Yeah. I mean, See? well, me and Carolina still work together, so... Who's Carolina? Can we she give her was... a shout-out? Carolina Sarasola. Bloop, bloop, bloop. <laughs> bloop, 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 bloop. The Floor Productions. <laughs> Once a month. <laughs> there you go. Do you guys still work together? Yeah, she works with me at the Scarga, and we still work with Willie, the original drummer from 40 Deuce. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. So it's him, her, and I. Is that a movie? That's a movie, him, right? Him, her, and I. Me, myself, so, and I. No, there's a movie, like, her, hi, there, I don't know, whatever. I'm, talking, <laughs> I'm rambling now. No, it's all good. It's hot in here, and the wine is getting to me. I know. We need to put the air on. Um, I'm sorry. I can't reach the air right now. <laughs> it's, okay. it's not going to happen. Just Got keep it. drinking. <laughs> then you'll forget about it. Um, I want to know, did you choreograph your own routines and, like, come up with your own costume ideas? Like, how involved were you with the creating process? Oh, girl. Oh, man. It was so much fun, actually. It was like, it was definitely like being a little celebrity because, A, because we did have a show on Bravo. So we were catered to, in a sense that the owners were so excited to like have us on. And um, we had a, we had two designers. We had a designer in, in Vegas, a designer in LA. We had two designers in LA that made our costumes. So essentially, it, I mean, those days, I, I, I literally, I'm like, oh, those days will never come back. They were just so perfect. It was the golden age of Hollywood. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. The early 2000s it, in it's Los just, Angeles. <laughs> Ivan did it, and he did it right, and he did it with his vision and his passion. And I, anytime anybody does something with their vision and their passion, you're going to have success. That's what I Well, feel. like the Houston brothers that That's, own... A different, different thing. We can segue into that. <laughs> oh, cool! Yes, I used to work for them. Yes, I would. Congratulations! Like yes, yes, yes. But uh, no, like, uh, yeah. So we had music. Obviously, um, Willie, Willie and Jay arranged a lot of the music, and they rearranged a lot of classic songs to kind of be a little bit more burlesque style. So more hits, more more changes, just a little bit more depth and complexity to each song. So then we essentially rehearse to them and you just kind of like get to know that song like inside out, around, up, down until like you, I would memorize, I would play the songs when I first started on my way to work to be like, just know the song and okay. you kind of direct yourself and then everything else is improv. So, you know, you're a comedian. Yeah. So it's like you prepare your material, but then and then you just fucking put yourself out there, yeah. and then you go. Let's see where this fucking night it's is going to take us. It's in your bones, but you just have to be so good where you know it, and you can be open and let anything kind it's of. It's all come in, in. Pr the preparation. You yes. have to be prepared for the opportunity, right? Exactly. So it's like, you don't know if you're going to go on stage and someone's going to heckle you, or oh, I who knows what they do. One of the last shows I did at the Laugh Factory, there was a girl on the show who was Persian and like a daddy's girl, and I get on stage and her father was sitting front and center. I need you Persian. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And like my dad's Italian. That's a joke. By the yes. Way. <laughs> my dad's Italian, which is like Persian with pizza. And <laughs> I literally just zeroed in on this guy and I had a whole set planned and I probably did like a good five minutes just on like daddy things and like awkward, like just making and him daddy's awkward. Meatballs. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Call back. Um, <laughs> And yeah, you just don't know. But like, it was so fun and the audience was having a great time with it. Why wasn't I invited to that? I know. <laughs> you will be. All the You forgot about me. It's Abandonment fun. issues. No. Pew, pew, pew. How do you feel about actually 
because right now comedy is definitely integrating dance a lot. There's a show that's being produced right now called Stand Up to Dust Streets, and it's like a dance battle show with comedy. Where is that? That um, was at the comedy store. The meatballs have heard me talk about it. I did it for okay. one of the shows, and now I think it's going to be on E. Um, and there's another show, Pretty Funny Women, where they're incorporating dance into like the opening. Okay, yeah. Like, well, that's that is the essence of burlesque. Dance and burlesque, uh, dance and comedy have gone hand in hand since the 1800s. Really? That was burlesque. Like, if you look at even when I teach, I'm like, by the way, while you're here learning quote unquote burlesque mm-hmm. this is the most ridiculous shit you're ever gonna fucking do in your life like at the end of the day there's nothing serious about it like A I know you're taking off your clothes bitch like you can't you walked into a room with a boa and gloves where are you going you know what I'm saying like it's it's so like it's laid out for comedy and yeah. then the musicians used to play the tit for tat like if a girl shook her shoulders so her boobs would like move the yeah. drummer would be like tick, 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 tick. like it makes it funny it doesn't make it Yes, we know you're taking off your clothes and that's the sexy part of it. But what makes it kind of um, not intimidating to women is that playfulness and that play with the comedy. And they would always have back in the day, uh, the Minsky's Theater with Uh Gypsy Rose Lee used to perform and all these like greats. The comedians would come in, you know, in between and like kind of loosen up the audience. Even Gypsy Rose Lee, she was not known for her stripping because sometimes the bitch didn't take it off any clothes. Yeah, She would talk through her whole act and just like tease them with her words and be like hey guys you want to see a little skin and take her glove off and show her wrist and put the glove back on it's so funny because it's so relatable i grew up my mom was obsessed with the show gypsy, gypsy. my grandmother took but me to that, see it and that that's not a serious show like it, yeah. it's all comedy exactly and that's literally what i mean if you get i'm a, da- a professional dancer yes you are does, girl <laughs> burlesque in a certain format that was structured oh for sure ivan only hired the best dancers and he struck it was his uh, his vision and the way he formatted everything but when you see like traditional vaudevillian burlesque it's all acts and skits and props and costumes and it's all comedy it's all like this created world so there's nothing serious about it you even shot uh i forget if it was showtime or hbo the live nude comedy oh, showtime showtime that was showtime and yeah and um there was crystalia whitney cumming shannon elizabeth hosted it shout out to crystalia thanks for fucking not responding to my instagrams oh, bitch oh oh pew, pew, pew. no just kidding side eye no, delia just kidding <laughs> no he's my favorite i love him um <laughs> what's his face Sam Tripoli because oh, he has the I naughty show Sam. can I plug yes. the naughty show because I've danced Sam, I know you've done that well the, okay so Sam and I did the same um episode of uh-huh. the naughty of um live nude comedy okay. so there was a, it was a six series uh comedy burlesque series and we did the same episode and he had a joke about sex robots and obviously I had my act and the way they edited the promo for it is him talking about sex robots and then like me shaking my ass. So back in what that came out in 2009, I think it had like 2 million hits on YouTube, which we were like, what? And then you, then you watch and you're like, Oh, <laughs> cause it seems like whatever. But, um, he has the naughty show. So he had invited me to 
to feature but the funny thing is is like he always brings me in when it's like a charity event or like he needs like a respectable performance because he's like i gotta class it up for these people let's bring in dakota i'm like (laughs) i love it thanks for keeping it classy sam you you can keep it classy one of my favorite things i've ever seen you do was on last call with uh carson daly and seth myers oh (laughs) meatballs if you haven't seen this you have to google it it's on your youtube page somebody does their research by the way no because it's amazing (laughs) you're like you're so creepy um no you guys should watch it though because you make it so fun to watch and you're so classy but yet you are like stripping it down you're keeping certain things on it's so tongue-in-cheek and you're Mm -hmm. also you're like an athlete that's the cool thing about you like it's yes no Dakota, you're like so fun to watch. What was I ran that? five miles here. <laughs> she did. And I scaled the wall to get it. <laughs> what was it like filming that and explain to the meatballs what that whole segment was? Well, first, Carson was on NBC. So first they were like, um, how small is your costume? <laughs> and then they approved it. So we're like, OK, we're NBC approved. Yeah. Seth Meyers is on and Saturday Night Live is one of my favorite shows. So. You know, I'm like, oh, my God, Seth Meyer. Like, I came out. I didn't even know, like, he was sitting there. So I come out, and I'm just like, I'm almost, like, laughing that he's sitting there. I'm like, Seth Meyers. But I really didn't hear everything was go- that was going on until I watched it. And I- that's actually one of my favorite, like, of all time, my favorite, like, clips because they're just so like sarcastic to one another that's so funny so it's like Carson's like wow that's that band and um there was a red blur and then Seth's like yeah that sax player had a really nice horn so you know they're they were just like so funny and I was like that was hilarious and it was called uh 30 seconds of LA but they had me come out about four times they did so they, they were like another 30 seconds of LA can we do another 15 seconds do we have another do we have time for another 10 seconds of it's LA like a 10 minute segment <laughs> literally and the thing is is like that wasn't rehearsed like that kind of just went really on the cuff so we were backstage and they were like hey so they don't want you to go anywhere just stay here um after break i think they're gonna bring you back out and they just like ran down the with the band like hey just like have something prepared and they were like uh another 30 seconds and then they were like another 10 seconds what the fuck do you do in 10 seconds of 10 seconds you filled it i was like kick bitch kick yeah you did a you kick doing this kick kick off the desk where are you gonna go in 10 seconds it was great it was was kind of funny no i loved it Gabby just walked out, guys. I'm calling Gabby, it Gabby, you out. look so cute. Your hair is amazing. <laughs> Gabby's been on the podcast. Everyone knows Gabby Conti. Um, yeah. I have to stop that. No, it's all good. No, I, yeah, I'm going to be creepy and keep bringing up stuff. You were also, were you on Rock of Love? Oh, my God. You're literally just like. I'm doing it. My flashbacks. It's so like fun. No, up. because I want to hear stories about this. And then oh, we're going to get into like all like your future then we're gonna get into the drama so stick around yeah do we have drama (laughs) talk about the drama let's get into it you gotta you gotta get me there okay so wait rock of love yeah rock of love were you contestant for it was it brett michaels or were you just on the show dates were they came to was that for deuce got a date and slash challenge so the date was bringing them to 40 deuce watching me perform and then challenging the girls to i guess (gasps) Do, do a that? performance for them oh, that's and then cool. that's where the french they had this french girl that like 
I was in the dressing room because I had just gotten off stage. Yeah. They were filming her and I just heard the whole entire um, production just like, <gasps> because Why? this bitch took her panties off. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Hair there. She showed her Britney. <laughs> she, she showed her Mona Me. Wow. Yeah. Bonsoir. She went there. I oh, know. She went there. Well, she was a stripper from Paris. Like, Got it. In every sense of the word. But one of the sweetest girls of the show. But yeah. So I was like trying to look out. Wait, what happened? <laughs> It's too late. I'm like, so wait, you, because I mean, I was obsessed with you, so I can't imagine what guys must have done. Like, did everyone hit on you? Like, what did you have a boyfriend when you were doing all these like cool performances? Like, how do you deflect? Like what? Brett gave me a nice tip that day, which like I rare, I rarely get tips, but like he left and was like, oh my God, you were so fantastic. Like I just, and I was like, all right, relax. (laughs) I'm not a contestant, bitch. (laughs) Um, But I did have a boyfriend, a very serious boyfriend. And I, I pretty much started dating him as I started and my, almost my whole entire contract with them, I had a boyfriend. So it was kind of a security blanket, I think for me, because yeah. knowing me, <laughs> things that I got crazy. No, yeah. But, um, he was so cool though. You know, it's like, he's just like one of those guys. It's like your best friend that can come out and can hang and he worked in the industry and around celebrities so for him it wasn't like oh my god so so and so spoke to you like no insecurity no jealous he seemed very nothing the day i met his parents was on a new year's eve at 40 deuce in vegas got it them coming to watch me perform hello congratulations that's cool yeah so you know and no no none of that tension where you know you're doing some kind of performance that a lot of men are just like which came first, Pussycat Dolls or 40 Deuce? Pussycat Dolls. Pussycat Dolls. Okay, so that kind of like opened up Pandora's box on, on burlesque in the mainstream. In in Hollywood, yeah. at least, yes. Lindsley Allen was actually a fun tidbit. Love tidbits. Tell us all the tidbits. So Lindsley, Lindsley Allen was actually one of the creators of Pussycat Dolls. Okay. I know Robin Anson gets all the credit, but Lindsley Allen actually is one of the original creators who brought in Carmen Electra, who was one of the original dancers of 40 Deuce. Really? And I've looked up to her for years, and she's also one of the original dancers for Prince. Yes. Who performed uh, Darling Nikki with him in the 80s yeah so i used to like worship her like yes you so, like, both have girl crushes on carmen so going into like you know uh 40 deuce and like knowing lindsley works there and i'm like oh my god lindsley works there and i'm gonna wear it you know like yeah and they had just opened so everything was new and i just saw her last week as well and i'm still like you still fucking like make me nervous when you come in like watch me perform but um she was one of the creators of pussycat dolls and then came over to was one of the originals from 40 deuce and then now she produces her own things and yeah she was doing well she does cherry boom boom that was in um vegas and carmen still works with her mm-hmm. so do you have any advice because not everyone's a professional dancer or can be in los angeles and you know be going on stage every night any advice for the meatballs that either want to put on like a sexy dance for like their significant other or just want to like let loose at like a bachelorette party have a shot of tequila and you'll be fine (laughs) that is how we used to rehearse at 40 deuce by the way really yeah 
you would just do a shot of tequila and then go for it. First of all, I was super conservative when I started. And I really, oh, when I first started, they used to make fun of me. Like the owners would make fun, the owner's wife, Susie, would make fun of me. And she's like, um, why are you running off the stage? I'm like, because I would literally take my bra off, even though we didn't go down to Pacey's. We no. always had, an, it's called an illusion bra. So it's a mesh bra that has a pasty on it. But it still felt very naked to me. So I would like take my bra off and run off the stage. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, what's happening? And I'm like, I was done. They're like, no, like hang out a little bit. Like it's not just a dance show. Like, you know, it's the art of the tease. <laughs> you know, like yeah. calm down, stay on stage for a second. But um, I was just always like a little more conservative when that with like the costume and all that stuff. But um when we used to have rehearsals, we used to come in and Susie would just like, just warm up, have a shot of tequila. You'll be fine. I'm like, Susie, it's uh, one in the afternoon. She's like, trust me, have a shot of tequila. <laughs> so when we first started, me and Carolina, we still do. We'll have like a shot of tequila before we dance. I love tequila. Tequila makes everything better. And you offered me wine or tequila when I came I, in. And I was like, my people! Because <laughs> that would be my go-to, the, my red wine or tequila. Oh my God, you're like my spirit animal. But um, I just say like... Because I teach and, uh, you know, I, I only started teaching, this is super cliche or maybe not, I don't fucking know, but I started teaching really because a woman came up to me. I used to get confronted by women all the time. Men never come up to me. Mm-hmm. But It's um, the same thing with comedy. I think so. <laughs> yeah. You know, men are just intimidated by any woman that like has a control over anything. So mm-hmm. when you're controlling that stage, it's like, oh, I don't know what to do with that. Mm-hmm. Um. Which I was lucky that I had a boyfriend because I was I wasn't seeking any validation from any guy anyway. I was you like, just go, go fuck yourself. Yeah. But I st- I'm like that even now. I'm single now and I'm still like, go fuck yourself. But <laughs> sorry, guys. Earmuffs. Um, no, it's all good. But women would always come up to me and one woman and this one particular time looked me in the eyes and said, you make me want to be a better person. Mm. I was like, huh? And then she's like, how do you get your body and how do you do what you do? And that like changed my perspective on what I did because I never really saw myself as a role model or an instructor or mentor or anything like that. But I started to teach after that. And it was like the beauty of burlesque for me being a professional dancer because professional dancers have all kinds of issues. Luckily, I didn't have any of them. But when I came into 40 Deuce the first night and I saw Jade perform, it was like, she embodied this woman like she was like a size six or a size eight. She was like a size eight, you know, voluptuous curves, professional dancer, legs for days. But when she got on stage, she just owned it in a sense that I was just like, what the woman is going on? Mm-hmm. Like, and I guess that's as, as women, we're always like that. You know, if you're thin, you want the curves. If you're curves, you want the the thin you know like you always want what you don't have one way or another and the beauty of burlesque was about accepting your individuality and just being like I saw her on stage and I was like wow and then people would look at her and just be like wow and then maybe I'd come on after and be like wow and that was the beauty of it two separate people dancing the same style doing kind of the same thing but I can appreciate that and that just as much just because of the confidence and the ownership of what happened on on stage Mm -hmm. and that sounds so like literally like smallest violin but when I to this day I I always tell Jade I was like you were the one like for me when it came to burlesque that I was like like drool Mm -hmm. you know and that's all I say with women just 
the beautiful thing about anybody, male, female, whatever, is that there's only one of us. There's only one of us. Like, not one person is perfect. I don't care how beautiful you are. Cindy Crawford, whatever. Cindy Crawford's got big ears. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, like, every, it, Linda Evangelista has crooked eyes. Like, everybody's got something. It doesn't totally. matter. And those will be the people that hone in on that thing. And the beautiful thing is, is that you can be whoever the fuck you want. Own your shit. And as long as you own it. Go do that dance for that guy. Get on stage. Like, I always tell people, like, I go to student showcases. Like, you don't have to be a professional to, like, want to explore that performer side of you or that artistic side. Everybody has a little bit of a rock star inside of them somewhere. Mm -hmm. Do your freaking open mic comedy. Do your two minutes of try it. Like, Mm -hmm. you got one life to live. You got one like moment to connect with that other person. If you're like coming into the room and zhuzhing up your like sex life, just do it. Yeah. You want to jump on that stage? Do it. Why not? And usually the best moments, like the gold is in when you're messing up, trying it. Girl. (laughs) I've had concussions on stage. Just do it. Please. You're welcome. I've fallen on my face and got up. You're welcome. Ladies and gentlemen, what happened? Tell us. Like, well, Jack Daniels is Jack my Daniels best. Happens. <laughs> that happens. That does happen. Yes. Well, when you get a contract in Vegas and you have a show on Bravo and everybody gives you and force feeds you everything. Oh yeah. Literally, I've never, I've never experienced something in my life. This is probably how like celebrities feel. Yeah. When they go somewhere and then they end up giving their waiter a thousand dollar tip. I don't know, but literally I was like, when the check comes and there's zero dollars on the check and you're like, why? I just, you know, spent a hundred bucks. They're like, hey, no, you're not paying. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I've never experienced that. That's actually when I drank the most in Vegas and I was performing the most six nights a week, four shows a night. Wow. What hotel were you guys at? Mandalay Bay. You're at Mandalay Bay. Oh, yeah. Would you ever go back and do... It's very on brand and like on trend right now to have a residency in Vegas. Would you do that now? Yeah, but they'd have to be up to... They'd have to be up to par. Oh, oh, what would make them up to par? Well, I just think that Ivan did everything really top notch and everything has been watered down since. Mm -hmm. So when I perform, I still still hold my standard of what I've... How I always performed burlesque because I didn't just start performing burlesque i performed burlesque under like their watchful eye and under their vision and it worked for me mm-hmm. so it's like to this day there's girls that will that work under me or just like work within my like group of girls that will wear a thong will go down to pasties will you know bend over and slap the nana or whatever mm-hmm. no judgment it's just not me okay so and like I don't need to do that for that. Like I've been there and I've done that, but I haven't done that. Like I've been there and performed at this level. Why do I need to, I don't need to alter. That's not you. Yeah. So, and, but a lot of people they'll see like the other side and like, Oh, you don't go down to Pacey's. I was like, I don't have to. No. <laughs> so I'm like, why, why should I be different now? And I think that's a, a really great way to go about things. Like just stand your ground. That's, 
Yeah. It's still a great performance. 100%. I'd rather watch you than watch that anyway. No, <laughs> no shade. No, no, hate. no, no. But there, you know, I, I love watching all different kinds of, oh, it's just totally. different. Like, I don't want to see the same shit all the time either. No. You know, but. I want to know how you parlayed all of that into owning your own like corporation and business. How did that kind of transition in your career? Huh? Let's see. Well, 2008 closed LA and then Vegas shortly after. Well, the good thing with 40 deuce is cause I started in 2003. So after five years, like, as you know, like, uh, Carson Daly and Jimmy Fallon all, or not Jimmy Fallon. Um, the other dude, Seth Myers. <laughs> um, what? No, the other show. It's Jimmy not, Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. Because Carolina did J- Jimmy Kimmel. I did Carson. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, the venue itself had a publicist for us. Mm-hmm. So, with the show and with that, it it gave us notoriety. So even when it closed, and I don't know why, but and this is I think it's been my whole life. But I kind of always take a leadership role. Even when I'm not fucking trying, I'm like, please don't call me. And then it's like, hey, so anyway, no. but I, I always step into it. And when we close, I would get phone calls all the time. Hey, um, we won the 40 do show at this private event. We want and I was like booking out the band, booking out the dancers. And I was like, why are they not calling Ivan? You know, they still had the Vegas venue. They were working on another venue in New York that fell through. But people like will come to me and then. It just kind of happened once again. People came to me to book out the bands and book out the show and book out just personal performances. And then I got a um, a venue in Arizona that had come to the show in Vegas and were like, we want to do what you guys are doing. We already started. We have a band. We have dancers. But it's not the same. Okay. Because they had no idea what they were doing. Yeah. So then they had me come out and I was like, well the reason why it's not successful is because everything sucks. So, <laughs> so they fired the band. We hired a new band, hired a new dancer. So I started working with them and then they opened another, uh, venue in Dallas. So then I was like their creative consultant okay. and performing for them. And then somehow a friend of a friend also was like, I, I know your show in Vegas and I want you to come out to Puerto Rico and do a performance instead of doing a performance, I ended up producing a whole show. So it, everything just kind of happened authentically. Like nothing was really ever planned. Came back from Puerto Rico and a venue here in Santa Monica, Harvell's. They were like, Hey, you just came back from Puerto Rico. Like, would you do a show here? And I was like, I wasn't really thinking about it, but since you asked, why not? And I met my business partner at the time and I'm like, Hey, I'm going to produce this show. Do you want to help me out with it? And then it just kind of wheelbarrowed from there and became, um, this entertainment production company. And she decided to work solo a few months ago. And I was like, peace. See ya. Cool. I was like, nothing's going to change for me. You know, it's like, I've done it before. I'll do it after. Yeah. It's, it's always good to like have someone to collaborate with, have another person to bounce. I like working in partnerships, but I also am like, I'm fine on my own. I'm fine on my own. Yeah, I'm you like, can do any it. relationship or anything. I'm like, cool. Like we're our human right is to make our decisions and choices for ourselves. So I'm just going to always respect. Cool. You don't want to be here. I don't want you to be here. <laughs> Great. Bye. I like that. 
No, that's really cool. We've had um, Sarah Mitchell. Do you know her? She's that's, an amazing dancer. Yes, yes. I was yes. like, I was like, that's so familiar. And I was like, yes. is it the dancer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, she's Sarah's great. At Harvell. She's and, worked with Tracy Phillips. Yeah, yes. she's she's done the Harlow Gold show. Yes. Yeah, Sarah's great. She's yes. a great performer. No, mm-hmm. she's a big favorite of the What's Her Jersey podcast. And she does she like meatballs? She does like meatballs in yes. her mouth. I don't think when she was here, <laughs> I feel like she was on like a certain type of diet. <laughs> But yeah, like I only eat air. (laughs) No, No, just kidding. Um, I want to know how you keep because summer's coming up and granted L.A. It's like always bikini season, but there's going to be a lot of, you know, pool parties and like less clothes than what we're used to wearing in the winter. Stop drinking. Is that it? As we sit here and drink a bottle of wine. That's not fun. (laughs) No. What advice do you have for keeping so fit? Are you not? I mean, you're, I'm naturally small, obviously. Okay, you're naturally, I'm naturally small. Petite, but I will say that, uh, well, dance has kept me yeah. really in shape. I'm, I've, I have not ever stopped dancing for more than two weeks. So just keep active. It's really, it's not, you know, diet, yes. I've done a cleanse where you just cut out white and it's and it's really good to do if you can do it for like three weeks and you just cut out white uh white starch anything sugar white starch and um sugar white simple carbs and and uh oh my god the wine flour <laughs> but that's a uh, simple carbs. Oh, so like, <laughs> yeah simple yeah, carbs really so any white too. white flour white rice any simple carbs starch and sugar, uh, sugar. yeah and at that time, I used to drink a lot of juice. So I like, I never drank water. And I'm like, oh my God, I can only drink water. There's no flavor in water. Yeah. But three weeks of, and I switched from like white potatoes to sweet potatoes. I don't really do rice that much, but okay. I used to eat a lot of pasta. Yeah. Like I could be Italian. Like I would have pasta three times a day. You're like Italian adjacent. I'm Italian. It's because my mother dated a lot of Italians, so Perfect. she thought she was Italian. Got it. And I was like, why are we eating menicot? Like, bitch, like, you're not even Italian. I respect that. Oh, my God. My mom literally, like, everything was Italian cooking. She's, but she's a very good, very, very, very good cook. But um, once I did the three weeks of that, you're, like, super snatched. Totally. And it was, like, nothing else really changed. Like, I didn't do any extra gym or workout or whatever. And I'm, like, it wasn't even that hard to change the little things in your diet. Okay. You know, like, the not drinking uh, juice, a lot of sugar, and having water. Now, I drink water all the time. All the time. So, it became a great habit. Okay, that's a perfect segue. So, Dakota has amazing skin. Like, you're always glowing every time I see you. What is that? Like It's the water that I... It's all the water? Sprayed on myself. What is your... Like, do you have a skincare, like, regime? Like, what do you do? Wash your face with that stuff. With BioClarity. Yeah. perfect. (laughs) Yes, it is. No, I definitely recommend BioClarity. Clarity. There it is. Um, I'm obsessed with it. Um, but what else do you do? Like, do you, I don't know. Like, I'm like, that, I give, I'm give you my grandmother's. Give it. Yes. My, my German grandmother who still like sits at the, the kitchen table to do her makeup. Um, it's the best lighting. That's where you should do your makeup. You know, the little makeup <laughs> yes. mirror puts on her eyebrows. Hey girl. Um, shout out to Linda. What's up? No, <laughs> you better send this to Linda. I'll be very mad. She will totally listen to it. Yes. Um, 
She's on Facebook, so follow her. Um, <laughs> Linda Ferreira? Linda Ocasio. Oh, okay. there we go. Perfect. Remarried. Um, no, just wash, hydrate, and she always does, um, what is it called? Uh, astringent. Oh, yeah. And moisturizer. That's perfect. It's like the simplest things, but just do it. But it works. Well, not everybody does like toner and moisturizer. People forget, like you have to keep, well, there's some steps in there you got to throw in. And don't scrub your face. <sighs> no. Like, you have to be really gentle with your face. Like, women, like, especially, like, eye area, you just have to be really gentle with your face. Okay. Because for me, I want to be like this a lot, and I'm like, gentle, bitch. I wish you meatballs, and I'll take a picture of you um, <laughs> after we're done with this, could see what Dakota's wearing, because it's so funny. I've talked about this before. Um, the women that wrote, like, Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus, collaborated with their daughters, and they wrote, like, a new book about dating, and they had a whole list of things that men would love, and oh. you are doing all the things hashtag why am i single no she literally has hoop earrings you have like a nice like bronze glow tan she has a blonde highlight in her hair but her hair is like in a ponytail so it's like chill she's wearing they recommended wearing like a silky material she's wearing a white silky shirt with like tight cute jeans she came in here with like a cute little bag it's so funny but you're the embodiment of everything they said oh you're God, let's to, go to happy hour right I know. now and just pick up man yes no, no. So <laughs> i want do you have any dating advice for people that are trying to like run a business and like keep it tight oh, and God. sexy or just have fun. I How like long you're... is this podcast? You just reached an hour. I'm going to let no, you I mean, go. Like, so. Now I'm like saying, what oh. is this? Because now you're going into like uncharted ter- territory. Now we're going to talk about dating. I want to hear about it. Um, I, I don't, I don't know. To be honest, I always have been in a relationship my whole life. Like I'm easy in a relationship. It's so easy to have a man. Okay. Jump. How high? That high. No, just kidding. <laughs> Is that how you do it? Isn't that how you do it? Is that know. what you tell your boyfriend? Yeah. <laughs> no, I... Stupid. I've been really lucky in love. I know everybody's going to hate that. I've been really lucky. I've had really great men in my life. Mm-hmm. So maybe now my life may be difficult for men because I've had a lot of great men in my life and I've made a lot of decisions to be single. Oh, okay. Yeah. So when I started doing my company... Um, and focusing on it, I was like, you know what? I really just want to focus on me and myself and not just be in a relationship to be in a relationship because I found myself becoming selfish. Like I'm just being in a relationship just to be in a relationship, just to have somebody there. Cause like who, who wants to have sex all the time? Uh, I do. Hello. Yeah. It's, yeah. So it makes I, everyone happier. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I just, there was an article I just read that like, it definitely makes you sleep better. Like it's good to do it. So I'm like, bed. yes, move in. Yeah, let's take care it. of mama. Let me go do my shit. And then after a while, I was like, I don't really think like I want you to be my husband. Mm-hmm. So why am I like I'm being selfish? So I made the decision that I was like, I'm not going to be selfish, but I am going to take care of myself and my business. I'm going to be like a dude. And when that relationship comes, it will have to be able to hold itself up with what I'm already doing. And that's where it gets, I think when you make that decision, because I think a lot of women, even men, uh, I don't want to say what's the word. I don't want to say, um, I hate this term. That's probably why it's like, doesn't want to roll off of the tongue. What term? Give me clues. 
when you're when you just like meet someone and you're just like yes like you just um just because you want to get married you settle oh okay settle i I think men settle see i I don't even want to say it like i think men do it just as much like you find a girl and you're like oh she's she's great like you know i i can make that work because people are on a timeline in their lives Mm -hmm. i should get married when i should have kids when i should blah 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 even in my best relationship i felt like he was on a timeline yeah and you can't live your life as a time in a timeline but unfortunately timing is everything Mm -hmm. the first thing you have to do is take care of yourself you have to make sure that you're good and that doesn't mean that you need a million dollars in the bank it doesn't mean that you need to be the best business owner the best whatever it means you have to be okay with you it's that's a total different thing yeah now now we're gonna get all zen right now No, i love it we love zen but it's a total different thing it's a total different mindset in i don't expect that just because you're 45 and you don't have quote unquote your shit together Mm -hmm. don't have your shit together that's cool but just be okay that you don't have your shit together just be like you know what i don't have my shit together but i'm good with me and i want to share me with somebody else Mm mm-hmm when you're all fucking all over the place, I've dated millionaires. That the bitch, get your shit together. Really? I don't care like how much you have. Okay, so like, what's that like? You're not okay with you. So, like, you're still seeking. I still need more. I still need that. I need this to have that. You don't need any. You need to fucking bring it in. I wish you guys could see the dance routine oh, she just did with her arms. Sorry. That was I, amazing. I'm giving you all the dance or Puerto Rican really right No, now. I love it. I have I'm a joke about talking. my love don't cost a thing right now. <laughs> exactly. No, it was amazing. Guys, oh man. But I I'm giving you, you the that. Italian too. You it's gotta, great. No, you gotta talk you're with so your hand. It is very true where you don't want someone that's constantly wanting the next best thing. The what is it called? The BBD, the bigger better deal. Ooh, I haven't. We just dropped bigger better deal on here, and you I don't... dated somebody that told me that he would, and he's here in Beverly Hills, okay. Englishman. He said, "I always date women that want the BBD, the bigger <laughs> better deal, the BBD." And I'm like, "Well, that's what you're attracting. So what are you doing?" Yeah. So the thing is, is that you 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 know you start to dissect i love the like psychology of people so like dating is always interesting to me because that's why i feel like it's so fucking easy like for me it's so easy to be in a relationship everybody loves love everybody wants to have somebody period but that doesn't make for a great relationship yeah but i feel like there's so many girls i know that have been single for so long that like yes it's great to be in a relationship but like how do you get someone to be at that place like how do you and I, I mean, I'm in a year long relationship, but I was single for so many years in Hollywood. So what's the question? How do you find somebody or, or, well, maybe you're just always ready for love since you've always been in relationship. Yeah. And then I made, I made a decision to be single and yeah. then it changed a lot of perspective because now I'm like, when I realized I was like, I don't really like a relationship doesn't define me. Like, I don't need it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll still get, like, that kind of uh, reward or whatever it is or that valid- validation from other aspects of my life, whether mm-hmm. it's spending more time with my godson or with different friends or whatever, that feeling of love or whatever. Then you can, like, the sexual thing is something different because mm-hmm. everybody could take care of that when they want to take care of that. Yeah, that's very But true. then it's, like, making the decision, like, you know, do I just, like, 
when you get to a place where you're good with you, it doesn't make that much of a difference to mm-hmm. be like so needy about somebody. Cause now you're like, I'm going to give you the best of me now. Cause I know I'm like 100. And if you can't accept that, then I'm good. Like, yeah, okay. okay. Like it's like, and I think like, I think I used to be intimidating because I used to be like a lot of energy and like a performer and this, that, and the other. And now I'm probably the same in a, a different aspect because now it's the, I'm, I'm okay. Energy. Like, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, I don't need that validation from you. So like you, you, you start to like, not just give a fuck yeah. after a while. So you're like, I'm going to date you. But as soon as you show me your true colors, I'm going to see it like that. I'm going to see it in th- two days, three days. I'm not going to see it in three years where a BBD would just blind herself and it would, well, matter. she's just literally <laughs> waiting for the bigger, but literally the guy I dated. So he dated this girl. She met his like business partner or friend uh-huh. and then like stopped dating him in like three months was dating the other guy oh, yeah. to get quote unquote more. I don't, but I don't know how girls can be like, like to me, I'm like, you're a fucking alien. Like who treats people like that? A like they're just heartless. I am the prize. That's all they want. And then went, try to go back to him because she was like, Oh no. No. But- and then the dude tried to take me on a vacation and I was like, I don't think I should go on a vacation with you because I don't think I'm like ready to play honeymoon. And he was just like, who are you? Like he's, which probably made him want you more because mm-hmm. <laughs> you were like, no, I'm good. No, literally. I was like, Cabo sounds great, but then that means I'm going to have to pretend I'm on a honeymoon with you for a week. And I just don't even think that like, that's where I'm at in the I'm relationship not there. anymore. I'm good. I think you, meatballs, you should take a lot away for, from that. I think that's a good thing to just be like, I'm good. And just like, take get your good, time. Get good with you. Get good with you. I, God, you're dropping so many good quotes. <laughs> be BBD, get good with you. Gosh, Burlesque is good beauty. You. Take care of you. Oh my God. Men too. Like, just take care of you. Like, yeah, just do you and find someone that's kind of on the same wavelength. Although I think opposites kind of attract sometimes too. Just have fun. Have fun. You're on. You're on this earth once. Like just have. That's why I attracted to you. I was like, this bitch is like not drama. No, I don't know anything about you. Mm -hmm. I was like, you know, but I. I, And I said it on on the other day when I saw you. I was like, this guy. I was like, she's the shit. (laughs) She's the shit. And the girls that were actually there, Mm -hmm. I used to work with. They started their own business, and I always have that energy with them. I'm just like supportive and loving of them, and. Just fucking have fun. You're on this earth once. Like, stop the fucking drama and the bullshit and, like, the extra, like, neediness. Just be authentic, be you, communicate. Be authentic, be you, and communicate. Those are amazing last words. I love it. (laughs) Be authentic, be you, and communicate. Um, I'm going to ask you some rapid-fire questions before I have to let you go. I want you to stay here and talk all day um where do you see yourself in five years married with eight kids married with eight kids that's that's amazing um i love it what is your favorite dance movie burlesque the movie shall we dance with j-lo showgirls dirty Dirty dancing Dancing. oh (laughs) (laughs) to all you went old school i love it i love it you want it to be i feel like we could make that happen 
I feel like you could have you ever done a baby like reenacted that on yeah. stage you have no, 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 not on stage you need to I reenacted that several times with different people that asked me to really that's and the crazy. one person that got it right was like an ex-basketball player who was like, come on, let's do dirty dancing. I was like, we're in the middle of a bar. Like, you're for real. You're going to drop me. Did not drop me. Did not drop you. Wow. That's goals right there. <laughs> Is that going to be like your wedding dance? Are you going to do right. a wedding dance? That's a lot of pressure for yes. a guy. You are. Are you going to choreograph it? Is no. it going to be like a whole medley? No. That's so cheesy. It's cheesy. For me. Right? For me. For, you. for me. For like regular. For people that like love that, like do it. Do you? Like for me, I'm like, I don't know. Like that's, no, I just want to step touch. <laughs> and just like enjoy just the moment. Just, just listen to the music. Yeah. You're like, I perform all the time. So I step I'm touch. good. I like music more than anything. So it's like, I know. So you DJ, I know I was like, that's it. We're done. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Uh, DJing. Can, is there anything you want to talk about or promote with like your upcoming gigs? Like, is that something you're focusing on now? I just asked you like four questions. I'm sorry. <laughs> really annoying. To be honest, I was DJing before I did burlesque. Burlesque took over. What? When I was in New York and Miami, I used to DJ at Jelly Bean Benitez's venue in New York and I used to DJ Miami. You're so cool. Yes, <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Meaning love. Yeah. I came to LA and burlesque. The, I, needed, I needed a job. Took over my life. The Bravo show, none of that was planned. And then I just put every all the music on the side, you know, and kept that going. And it's just my love and it's my passion. It's always been something that I've wanted to do. It has nothing to do with what's cool. It's just something I always wanted to do. So now that it's just like I can do it again, I'm doing it again. So I just love it. That's it. Simple. I love it. Do you have any good advice? SoundCloud for- DJ Miss Dakota. <laughs> Thank you. You can look at all my mixes on Mixcloud or SoundCloud, DJ Miss Dakota. What mix do you <laughs> think is a great mix for like a good pool party this summer? Because I know a lot of people are going to be throwing like 4th of July parties and uh, like there's a lot of weddings coming up. Like what's something that's just going to create a really good vibe? Well, I post mixes like every two weeks, um, but I, I, mix, I do everything. I do from old school New York City house music. Yes. Um, Afro house music. I do old. If I do hip hop, it's all old school nineties. It's all like Biggie. It's all old school shit. I like old school hip hop, R and B, and I. My will favorite's Jay Z. Hello, old school Jay Z. Nineties, early two thousands. Yeah. Oh, so, I'm yeah. supposed to shout out the Whiskey Brooklyn, Griffin Moore. You guys are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Look up for. Um, pop-ups and i'll post all the things i just whiskey, whiskey. thanks for all the support whiskey brooklyn keep going whiskey Sorry. brooklyn yeah i love it i know i'll Who be in are new you york. i'll oh, be man. in new york in two weeks and we're gonna bring everyone there yes is it in brooklyn um there's one of the spots is in brooklyn there's spots all over manhattan it's like a whole it's brand. called whiskey brooklyn there's the whiskey brooklyn there's i'm whiskey coming to new york at the end of of may early june i'll be there perfect i love it oh and yeah i love whiskey okay so pimp yourself out tell people where they could find you oh i don't know um <laughs> i don't know every saturday i'm at riviera 31 in the sofita hotel which i dj at once a month i dj all 90s for a 90s theme burlesque night called jukebox burlesque we're doing at parlor room bar in hollywood um those are my steady dj gigs um i'm at la descarga every week uh usually on wednesdays and thursdays mm-hmm. um or i should say wednesday thursday saturday wednesday thursday friday 
Bitch, everybody, she gave me a bottle of wine. You should just tell them Miss where to Dakota. follow Mysdakota.com. <laughs> Mysdakota.com. I can't speak anymore. Okay, so you've made it to the end. We skipped the just enough section of the podcast, so you got away scotch-free without talking sports. I got away without talking sports. I know. Guys, Villanova won March Madness. We've been talking a lot about it. All of us lost our bets. It's very sad, but congrats, Villanova. Um, <laughs> that's great. Uh, that's all the sports we're talking this week. Um, so at the end, I normally have my guests do a little like interpretive read of a Lady Gaga lyric because she um, she retweeted me and so I think we're best friends now uh, instead I decided a better song for you you could read like one or two lines as just like the Bronx Miss Dakota like boss little bitch that you are of the song Circus by Britney Spears so you dancers, can pick- dancers are reading now yes dancers are reading hey you're, this dancer talked for an hour and oh, 14 I'm so minutes sorry. I, I'm a Sorry. No, you're fine. I have a problem talking. <laughs> I even perfect. talked to the kid that peed on himself in second grade. Oh. So any, I read anything. Anything that you want. That's like, yo, this is me. All eyes on me. Oh, do I sing it? Do I sing no, it? You know, no. just, I mean, you can sing it, but I, I'd rather have a in the mis- center of the ring, just like a circus. When I crack that whip, everybody gonna trip. <laughs> Just like a circus. Don't stand there watching me. Follow me. Show me what you can do. Everybody, let go. We can make a dance floor. Just like a circus. Now do it like your Bronx little. Oh, sorry. <laughs> give us some Dakota realness. Oh, shit. No, God, do it. That, it's do more it. pressure to be real. You know that, right? As a comedian, no, that's so weird. Yeah, right? <laughs> I'm yeah. like, oh, God, that's be, more pressure. Like, be you. Yeah. All eyes. I can't, yes, I can't, you can. Can't even, yes, you can. You can do it. All eyes on me in the center of the ring. Just like a... <laughs> like, you can't even read this and be, like, serious. I know, it's Just not Just like a circus. No, like, I feel... I feel like an old Jew coming on right now. I, I feel love like it. old, just like a circus. When I crack the whip, everybody gonna trip. You know why? Because that's how my mother would read it. That's amazing. My mother would become like somebody crazy. I, I did it. No, you did it. You killed it, Dakota. You killed oh, God. it it's on Britney what's her jersey. I know, Brittany. Uh, for those of you, Brittany, that are, thank you for my phone. Yes, <laughs> Brittany Spears. Thank you so much for Dakota's phone. Pink razor. Yes. <laughs> Oh my god, a pink razor! Well, you were cool. <laughs> you are cool. <laughs> um, everyone, follow at Miss Dakota. Is that it? Instagram is DJ Miss Dakota or Miss Dakota Entertainment. I have two Instagrams. I'm so cool. Oh, you are very cool. And then uh, website is just MissDakota.com. M I S S, not M S. I'm not uh, divorced. That's Miss all Dakota. Yeah. No, you're going to be married with eight kids in five years. Oh, God, I said that out loud. <laughs> no, Lord, no. Two, no. two, two tops. Two tops. Two tops. Um, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. You're Invite me to all your shows. Oh, you got a girl right back at you. <laughs> and thank you, Meatballs, for listening. Meatballs! Look at Feel that. Feel beef and lamb. Wait. Yes. No, no lamb. No lamb. Feel beef, beef pork. and pork. There we go. Oh, my God, yeah. no lamb. That's You're a very, great. very spicy meatball. So thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. Meatballs. I appreciate all the support subscribers. I also just want to thank BioClarity for sponsoring the episode. Again, my gift to you, Meatballs, is that you get your first month for only $9.95 plus 
free shipping, which if you aren't feeling like doing the math, that's $20 savings and it comes with a 100% risk free money back guarantee but you need to enter the code jersey because we love jersey just go to bioclarity.com and enter jersey i'm jacqueline marfuji this is what's your jersey and i'll catch you on the flip side bye just put your paws up because you were born this way baby My mama told me when